Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the 20th episode of The Trainer's Lounge, the show where we talk about anything and everything about L&D. All right, this afternoon, we're going to talk about training consultancy and kamusta nga ba ang lagay nito during the pandemic or what in, in the past few months or even the year, actually. And joining us today is a very well-known talent development professional and of course uh, one of the program managers and one of the biggest certification programs here in the philippines so uh join us and let's discuss some of the things na nangyari or changes challenges and uh, ups and downs of the training consultancy industry uh this pandemic uh, time well without further ado let's get to know our guests so he is an experienced uh, professional in learning and development, specifically in designing learning activities, curriculum, module design and development, neurolinguistic programming in learning and education, adult learning principles, mentoring and coaching and consultation. He is a certified Lean Six Sigma Yellow Belt practitioner, a certified learning and development professional, uh, TEFL and TESOL certified, and recently completed a certified senior practitioner in human resources, uh, global equivalency, and accreditation program. This is a global HR license directly awarded by CPHR, CHR, United Kingdom, working as the program manager of the CPHR Philippines and an approved, uh, sorry, this is an approved training organization and official member institution of CPHR, CHR UK. Well, he is also the current senior partner at the talent development team of a Circological Group, who is directly in charge of the overall learning and development and employee engagement solutions and the three training divisions of Circological Group. He has an adequate knowledge in HR strategy, professional practice, uh, employee engagement, workforce planning, and talent management, health, wellness, and safe workplace, human resources metrics, reporting, strategic planning, and financial management, and Lean Six Sigma methodology. Without further ado, Mr. Jester Biluan, CSPHR, CLSSYB, CLTP. Right, there you go. Jester, good afternoon. Hi, Kevin. Good afternoon. No? And uh, happy Wednesday to everyone. Happy Wednesdays. And also to our viewers out there and supporters. By the way, before we move with our discussion today, don't forget to like and also follow all of our pages for more updates regarding the CLDP program and, of course, our show. And also check out CPHR. Alam ko may maraming mga updates and news in that page. Well, Sir Chester, kamusta? How are you? How are you? Well, um, I'm great, no? It's actually full of, of uh, opportunities. It's ngayong uh, papatapos na ang ating December. Sa ating uh, as we get to celebrate, no? Yung uh, papalapit na Pasko, no? A, a season of giving. So with that, I would like to greet no, everyone no, and advance. Uh, happy holidays! Ayan, oh nga. Uh, it's uh, the most uh, wonderful time of the year. Nakalimutan ko sa ang kanta ko nagaling yan. But yeah, uh, a lot of things are, maraming companies ang nagpe-prepare no, for their 
uh, year end or Christmas party and also wrapping up things as the year end. Well, uh, today we're going to talk about uh, the training consultancy industry and how what went uh, what went for the industry during the pandemic uh, times. Uh, and also, uh, we would like to know more as well from your experience. So, well, I guess let me ask first, how did you get into training and development? Well, if I may share no, my, my trip down memory lane. Actually, um, my course is, uh, I'm not sure if, if uh, I have shared this already to um, our first, probably second episode with you as a trainer's mm-hmm. launch. No? My, I, I'm a graduate of... Uh, BSIT network, no, um, in administration. So that's my my um, graduate um, course, no. But actually, while I was still uh, a student, no, of, of a, a certain school, no, um, I was actually very active, no, in terms of, of uh, school activities. I was uh, uh, a member, a leader of various organizations, various student councils, no, even publication, even the schools, uh, you know. Uh, selected uh, council of student ambassadors representing the, the school when we, we uh, introduced the school no, to invite uh, um, students to uh, enroll no uh, dito sa isang certain school but uh, little, did, uh, little did i know no, that uh, when i was exposed to the world of training development no um, i was actually very inclined in uh, Helping students, so those our first uh, stakeholders as the students. I, I was very inclined into uh, developing modules in terms of uh, um, leadership, in terms of teamwork and collaboration, in terms of um, helping uh, um, student leaders of the school, you no, know, be be uh, effective, you no, know, and be be uh, you know be uh, uh, dito? empowering sa kanilang mga uh, so it was very it was very fulfilling um mm-hmm. i was very fond of it and then uh, after after uh, doing those activities no i was with a group of people i had an opportunity uh from one of my uh, teachers back then when i was still a uh, a grade school student no um he reached out to me and saw that i was uh, you know conducting le- uh, leadership uh, training programs uh, and then um, he partnered with me um, Jess, I, I would like to to uh, get you, know, as a speaker, and uh, help me uh, lead the uh, team building activity of my SSG or the Supreme Student mm-hmm. Government Council of a certain school. Then uh, what what I did next is uh, I invited a couple of uh, passionate leaders as well whom I'm working with, and then I, I think that's the very first time that uh, we made this organization uh, official. So what we said is uh, this was not just uh, an official organization of the school. It actually became a non-government institution, no, which is a group of uh, passionate leaders. This is even outside of the school. And then when when the uh, the school <coughs> was, was very happy uh, with our leadership and team building activities, um, from time to time, actually uh, invited by by neighboring schools so, um, across the area. So we were invited by a school in District of Barangay, and then after that, we got another invitation from another Barangay, another invitation from another Barangay, and then we went outside the, uh, the city. I mean, we were invited by 
Alakad City, we were invited by uh, San Fernando City. We were also invited uh, Lap, no? So we were invited by multiple schools because of this passion we have started together with my passionate leaders. So that's the time wow, no? this is uh, really fulfilling. We were able to help a lot of students here. So, ano, and then uh, comes the uh, graduation. So, yun nga, graduate akong IT, no? So, of course, no, kakamadali, gusto kong mag-apply na. Um, immediately after my graduation, I applied uh, sa various companies, no? Of course, I applied uh, IT roles, no, in IT position. And um, I was actually very impatient because of one thing happened. And then, there's one time that uh, my good friend invited me. Oh, di ba, Jess, um, Ano ka, nagpo-conduct ka ng activities, ng, ng training. So, then, di ba nagpo-conduct din ng events? Um, he wanted me to try the position. Sabi, ano lang to, medyo two days, three days to, matagal-tagal. Um, mm-hmm. Try mo lang. So, sige, sabi ko, I'll, I'll try. Uh, this is um, a training and events coordinator role sa isang manufacturing company. So, when I tried to apply, uh, sabi kasi dito, kailangan may three years of corporate experience. And I never had a uh, corporate experience. What I did is uh, I tweaked my resume and uh, included there my activities when I was still a student in uh, facilitating conducting learning sessions, developing team team building modules, organizing events, etc. And then later did I know that uh, the interviewer was very interested in taking me. So I was quite surprised when the... application process just went into a one-day hiring process that day immediately i was actually uh, caught off guard and was asked to uh, sign the job offer ready as well as i was approved by the training manager which is um, a Chinese uh, from, from uh, hong kong and then i was quite amazed so Okay, so let me think about it because i still have uh, open for me that Tama, no? I, I wish to apply kasi IT ang ina-applyer ko, no? I did not really plan to, to apply for this role. And then, sabi ko, give me give me 10 minutes, ma'am. Uh, labas ako sandali, allow me to think about it. And then, when I was when I was outside, you know, um, ang nangyari is that uh, um, biglang nag-text yung, yung company na nag-hire sa akin ng network assistant. So sakto paglabas ko bakit naman ganoon no? Uh, binigyan tayo ng 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 dilemma na mismo on the yeah. side, sabi ko 10 crossroads eh. Yes, crossroads. Biglang nag-text itong company na uh, for for job offer na daw ako sa network assistant. So doon ko na nag-isip na if I chose this job, the training and development job, parang hindi ko masaya. I do not need to force myself because I'm happy. I know I'm excellent in this area. And when when kumisipin ko naman ang network assistant, um, I know I can do the job, you know, but I need to force myself to become very well knowledgeable. You know, um, and, and I'm good at this. I'm not really happy. I do not want to drag myself every day sa work na alam ko, pinupush ko lang sarili ko because of money. So when I chose training and development, sabi ko, um, it may be... Uh, 
uh, a pace uh, and time pwede tayong ma-judge because uh, eh, graduate ka ng IT, bakit, bakit ang trabaho mo hindi IT-related, di ba? So, I can't predict that. So, I do not care what will the people uh, tell me and what will the people say about me na, na graduate ako sa IT pero hindi ko siya in-apply. Sabi ko, I'm not uh, consider those because I want to be happy. I want to be uh, in the place where I'm really. So, time na tuloy na. So, first job ko talaga uh, is, is training and events. So, talagang doon na nag-start tuloy-tuloy na until, until to this uh, very company kung nasaan ako ngayon. Wow. Well, that's actually a wonderful story now from IT. Well, it's not commonly heard of, eh, no? of, of an IT graduate to delve into training talaga na uh, madibdiban. But I guess it, if passion is there, uh, excellence comes after, diba? So, ayun. Uh, I think it's not that planned, siguro, no, on your end. But uh, I think uh, it's a wonderful place where yeah, you are. Yeah, exactly right not planned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to talk about training uh, consultancy today. And basically, kamustahan siya. Kamusta siya ngayon? And you being in this business, uh, uh, we'd like to know first, uh, what is the status of uh, training consultancy mm-hmm. nowadays? Kamusta siya? You. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sige. let's start first with the perspective of uh, the providers, training providers like us. Now, uh, indeed, that uh, we are actually experiencing no, unprecedented change no, due to the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. No. Actually, the economic has really a direct impact no, of this uh, global health crisis. And uh, of course, no, it remains to be seen, it remains to happen in no, uh, daily lives. Not. It's also clear that uh, the buying behaviors no, of, of uh, corporate entity functions, corporate organizations, also shifted dramatically no, in the, the past months, in the past year, and even now in the past weeks. So actually, along with the a report no, on the corporate training market according to the Market Watch, which states that the corporate training market is thriving on account of the growing demand opportunities created brought by the pandemic. Now, latest trends also are there, challenges increasing disparity of skills and jobs, innovation and HR technology, and even, of course, in um, social media. So in the Philippines, uh, most especially uh, multinational companies, they really value uh, HR no, um, consultancies, they really value partnerships with training vendors. No? Um, unlike with, with uh, certain provinces, let's say, for example, when we first started uh, um, exploring the, the market of, uh, of Clark Pampanga, they were actually uh, quite uh, um, skeptical about the services. It's because it's, it's really uh, not uh, a common, uh, what they call this, a common partnership. So, ginagawa nila. Ano ba yung mga partnerships na ginagawa dito sa province is yung HMOs, no? They partner with uh, background search, no? Investigation. Even mm-hmm. headhunting, madalang-madalang. Lalo na the training because uh, uh, sa provinces like Clark Pampanga, it's it's still very traditional. It's really hard mm-hmm. to penetrate dito sa market ng Clark Pampanga unless, no, you really have a, a good network. So, uh, mm-hmm. but in Philippines, no, in Metro Manila, it's 
seeing value, especially by multinational companies. So you might be seeing multinational companies and BPOs really um, immerse, no? magugulat na lang yung mga ibang tao sa Facebook na ang sinu-showcase nila, minamarket nila is the various training programs na ina-attend ng kanilang attendees. No? So, of course, apart from that market, no, HR and L&D professionals are actually continuously uh, now sourcing no, uh, for, uh, you know, training providers who can help them with their um, organization's uh, problems, no? solve, help them uh, immediate problems in um, organizations. And of course, these organizations really recognize that partnering with, with training providers like us no, is an advantage. Mm-hmm. Why do we think it's an advantage? Now, let's say, for example, if you are with the people or employees na very tenured, most of our managers, let's say, for example, 30 years na dyan, 40 years na dyan, 20 years na dyan na nagtatrabaho. Ang challenges lang niyan is not just about loyalty. No? Probably it's good to have loyal employees, but the challenge there is there's no innovation. Number one, because uh, they're not exposed to, to new trends as because uh, it's, it's a cycle already. Kaya nga ang nangyayari, there's a, a good healthy attrition rate. Meaning to say, <clears throat> it's okay to have uh, to onboard new employees because they're uh, they bring no uh, new uh, practices. They bring new trends. They bring new uh, um, dito, uh, knowledge, no fresh knowledge coming from various companies uh, they have worked with. So it's really good to to recognize no to partner with external uh, vendors because these trainers, these facilitators, these consultants have have uh, a very excellent background uh, which is highly flexible which is highly innovative because they have worked with multiple organizations they have worked with not just local but global uh, or, or uh, multinational organizations that is why according mm-hmm. to the research high performing organizations are 30 percent most likely to use external vendors for training delivery and 80% more uh, likely to use partners for portfolio management according to training industry. And right now, dito sa ating market currently, they are beginning to understand uh, the importance of uh, training outsourcing. So, yun, yun yung ano eh, yun yung mga naging ano, uh, market ngayon sa, sa training. Mm, I see. Well, uh yeah I, I think uh napakalaki nga naman ng difference when it comes to the delivery and the market itself eh, no? uh a lot of people or a, a lot of companies had to go home and think of figure out a way how to you can uh, proceed with their uh, operations eh, but i would also like to ask then no when the change happened Back in 2019, 20 bayon, we shift into this new normal. Was it something uh, mm-hmm. that you foresaw? Because I believe you were already uh, you were already doing a training consultancy before the pandemic hit. Right. Yeah. Was it okay. something na nakita mo na magchange siya into virtual, magchange siya into remote, uh, things like that? Mm-hmm. Okay, sige. so allow me to share about the buy behaviors and the market pre-COVID and uh, during the COVID. Now, pre-COVID, of course, um, the, the uh, uh, market is more uh, more inclined into having um, all sessions face-to-face, no? mm-hmm. having all sessions na exclusive in-house training, 
um, attending public learning sessions na ino-organize ng mga various training vendors sa iba't-ibang places and locations. Well, frankly speaking, just like um, everybody else, no, I never uh, saw this coming. No? Uh, we never saw this coming. Now, who knows that a, a global health crisis uh, can shift dramatically and shake the world of, of the corporate training market, diba? So, Biglaan uh, eh. Correct. It, it was really uh, a drastic change, no? In the first few months, no, when we were in the pandemic era na, let's say, sabi kasi nila according to the data, the pandemic, no, uh, started September December. So January, February, gradually nag-break out na yan. We, we still had, no, uh, two successful classroom nung January and nitong Feb. January, medyo may fear na eh. And then nung hmm. nag-Feb, run kami sa Manila, Medyo takot na yung mga tao kasi uh, when, when we went to Manila, most of the commuters are wearing face masks already and we were not wearing. Uh, paminsan, nag-wear kami, depende kapag uh, compressed area na. And then mm-hmm. when when the the uh, uh, participants arrived, some, probably 10% of the participants were wearing face masks. And the other participants were actually quite alarmed kasi they do not know what to feel eh. Um, will they get scared because they're wearing face masks or it's like a question of them na parang kailangan nga talaga ng face mask. So beforehand, what I did is I, I talked to the the uh, uh, venue no, to, to please prepare for um, tawag dito, alcohols, no? Uh, sanitation. For, for mm-hmm. sanitation, no? But at least matag- mawala yung fear. Else, no? They will, they will pull out uh, from the the run and uh, magre-refund lang kasi takot na eh. So we wanted still to to make them feel that they're still safe and that we can still accommodate uh, classroom led session on February. Little did we know that uh, the coming next month, nag-lockdown, di ba? March 2020, nag-lockdown na. So that's the time when when the, the uh, corporate training no uh, providers no uh, was shaken. No? Um, vendors as to how we can move forward uh, with the with the uh, current crisis. As we all know, um, in the, in the past, we were very scared that we won't have no um, any clients, most especially that uh, some of the players, uh, not to mention the players, uh, were affected by the crisis. So the, the organizations went to downsizing. No? Some, unfortunately, even had to close down their business because uh, they were not really designed to to with, uh, withstand no a, a crisis like this. But uh, observing the the global market because I wanted to benchmark and want to uh, be still competitive and have uh, an avenue to to present opportunities. No? Um, mm-hmm. Even though we didn't have a market no, in the Philippines, um, what I did is we have created an effective business continuity plan. Now, with this business continuity plan, uh, this outlines no, um, how we can continue the operations um, during a disruption like this. So we did back-to-back strategic planning activities as well um, to... No, to other uh, stakeholders, no, not just internally, within strategic planning, even with external stakeholders as well, no, to, to ensure that we understand the corporate training market, so the world we live in today, and of course, 
uh, what are what will be the long-term effects uh, this crisis may bring. So, I Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I guess naman eh, no? I guess back then, uh, pre-pandemic, nagkakaroon naman din talaga tayo ng idea when it comes to online learning, virtual, or yun nga, uh, uh, online classes. But we weren't really ready na biglaan yeah. every operations would go, uh, well, not go away, pero change uh, into something new. And uh, yeah, I I, uh, I guess I can relate on what you have said. Uh, planning is always there, no? Planning uh, for your strategy, how to cope up with it is a good way to, uh, back then, no? uh, at the start, hopefully, some mga other companies as well, Jen, or some mga other uh, training consultancies as well, or L&D professionals, I hope, no, nakapag-plan sila agad back then para nakapag-adjust agad then. Well, in the market naman, uh, you mentioned some of the market or some of the consumer trends. So, since medyo lumuluwag na eh, I wouldn't say it's safe already. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's safe already. But yeah, we are now gradually, medyo matagal, but we're now gradually getting back into the new uh, new normal, the, the old normal. Uh, has learner preference ayan, uh, started to change as well? Like, meron na ba nagre-request okay. ng, ano, ng face-to-face or still, takot pa rin ng mga tao? Okay. Sige. So, allow me first to to discover two two areas. Um, let's start first with the educational system. Now, the pandemic crisis you know, definitely changed you know, the learning or even the educational system in the Philippines, much like it is uh, globally, of course. No? Um, mm -hmm. Up until now, no, the academic world has started implementing uh, learning, de uh, learning delivery modalities no? that uh, schools can adapt, no? depending on the restrictions, of course, uh, may be in synchronous learning or asynchronous learning. Or, or in uh, layman's term or sa ating uh, industry, we call it uh, um, Blended learning or distant uh -huh. learning or self-paced learning. Now, let's mm -hmm. let's the industry. So allow me to give you uh, a short trip down memory lane. So traveling back to the beginning of the blended learning, you know, it was actually discovered in the year 1840s. Napakatagal na pala ng, ng blended learning, no? 1840s pa pala. So doon dun nagsimula yung short distance course na nangyari na na snail mail no exchanges kung saan uh, previously yung mga le uh, lecturers no ay nakikipag-exchange no sa sa students ng learning the, the, the facilitator will pass uh, learning materials no via snail mail sa kanilang students and then the students will in return no, provide answers no so yun yung yun yung ano eh yun yung uh, do nag start yung yung uh, uh, blended learning. So, doon na nag-shift unti-unti yung preference, no? Uh, na nagkaroon sila ng preference pala uh, years back na pwede kang distance learning or yung traditional na face-to-face -face learning, no? Then comes 1970s to 1980s kung saan nag-start na yung TV-based technology to support learning. training. So, at this age, no companies actually began using video networks to train their employees. No, they no longer 
uh, need no and had to be uh, physically on site in order to onboard new hires or build the skills no of existing staff no or members questions of course still you know were sent uh, via snail mail but they they, they find it very engaging now jump tayo sa 1980s to 1990s dito na CD-ROMs, no? Previously delivered more interactive learning experiences such as those feature, that feature video and sound. If, if you can remember, no? Especially sa mga anak ninyo na 90s baby, no? Or, or probably yung mga viewers natin na millennials, no? Probably they can still remember yung Encarta. Microsoft Encarta na CD. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Parang encyclopedia. Pwede ka magkaroon yeah, ng selection yeah. doon. Matututo ka. It's very interactive. Basta uh, nito internet, alam ko eh. Oo, oh, 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 correct. No? Yung mga CD-ROMs noon na may options ka na chapter 1, chapter 2. Oh tagal na noon. <laughs> Ang tagal na noon. So nag-start na pala yung blended learning way back noon. No? Mm-hmm. We were just not uh, aware. no. So and then, uh, nag-start na rin even yung uh, ano yung LMS or yung learning management system ah, yes, yes. in the late 90s no 1990s uh, nga so nung introduce yung LMS of course they didn't offer of course uh, same uh, functionality as the solutions available today because of course they wanted to be able to track learners progress uh, within the CD-ROM uh, network so then comes 1998 the first generation of web-based no web-based uh, technology or web-based learning. So when we starting web-based instruction in 1998, of course, um, computers were no longer just for organizations. Previously, kasi nung unang panahon, pagka may computer ka, parang pang company lang to. But when mm-hmm. when uh, dumating na tayo sa 1998, it was actually becoming um, uh, parang a, an essential part of the household. So nung 1998, this is where the first generation of web-based instruction uh, computers were no longer just for organizations or the uh, wealthy few, but uh, of course for the masses. So more and more households actually began purchasing personal computers um, to uh, uh, to their families, no, na, na ma-enjoy. So providers then uh, began to give virtually everyone an access to internet learning resources through inable uh, sound, no, coming from our dial-up connections. So dati mm-hmm. nag, nakakapag-research na tayo sa internet no, na gamit ang dial-up connection sa may maingay na tut-tut-tut-tut, mga gano'n, no? And then, yung mga yung very familiar sa atin, pero nagpa-browse tayo na ng Wikipedia. So, nakakaroon yeah. na ng self-paced learning, web-based instruction. And then, of course, the 2000s kung saan this is actually became the exciting time for blended learning, which is rapidly changed, no? Uh, has uh, changed back then. So now that, uh, of course, we know the history of blended learning, now my challenge now is uh, why not use it to transform no, the learning of our organizations into an interactive one, engaging learning experience. No? But uh, yun nga, I'm telling you, uh, as of it, no, even uh, this very year, November and not November 2021, no, there are still some organizations that do not wish to change their learning preference. No? They still uh, wish to have everything uh, instructor-led. No? Instructor-led is still their preferred delivery method uh, for mm-hmm. many learners. Kaya gusto nila outside talaga. They, they wanted to wait for the pandemic. No? Na, sige, 
try namin mag-wait ng pandemic, wait na lang kami tapos gusto kasi namin talaga instructor-led ones. Pero because of the challenges, parang hirap na. But, of course, no, organizations, especially multinational companies, have opened their doors. Uh, previously, matagal na nilang in-open doors eh, nung, nung nag-aalpa ng, ng training development. Matagal na. Pero sa Philippines, uh, Manila lang, multinational companies and BPO lang nag-open sa self-paced no mm-hmm. sa blended learning sa webinars and then this pandemic ano every organization were forced to to study online were forced to have their learning um online no virtually mm-hmm. so it did change really it did really change no sa learning preference especially that most leaders are very busy with with the crisis no as to how they can move forward so gusto na lang nila self pace ngayon sa market uh, nag-start na yung mga mga online certification programs no um, start na yung mga self-paced na mga certification programs as well way back before the pandemic walang walang gaano maingay certification programs sa Manila sa Philippines but when the pandemic happened when slowly um, certification programs were successful a lot of organizations began to offer certification programs as well because uh, the market is more used to attending two-day learning sessions, three-day learning sessions na certificate of completion lang, or attending MBA, attending doctorate degree, or diploma courses. Pero nag-emerge na yung certification program. It really changed not just the market, but even uh, with the learning preference. Mm-hmm. Ayan. So yeah, uh, there have been a lot of forms kind of man uh, when it comes to instruction uh, delivery but i guess no with the industry itself hindi natin siguro maalis din yung need for an instructor led um maybe let's say let's say it's tradition no it's uh, it's something that we've been doing for a long time and you can't just mm-hmm. change something eh. and uh, i believe yes some of the companies had had to stick with what they know uh, na uh they're a bit mm-hmm. shy pa they're a bit shy pa when it comes to mm-hmm. trying out or partnering rather with training consultancy groups or companies and uh, you know uh, delegating their training needs uh, to them but i guess no with uh, mm-hmm. with what happened for the past 2 years hindi tayo babalik purely na with the instructor led i think people have experienced that mm-hmm. na, or na try na nila uh, this remote type of uh, instruction they have experienced partnering with uh, training consultancy groups and companies and i guess it's here to stay uh, and that's just my prediction <laughs> na hindi tayo babalik na ay hindi okay wala nang pandemic balik na tayo sa instructor led wag na tayong tumawag sa mga training consultancy <laughs> wag na tayong wag na tayong mag-outsource na training needs natin so i i guess it's a good thing no for for our industry na there are now more channels where we can share our expertise where we can develop more people and more companies into growing their professional skills now uh i would also like to ask no um kayo or during this uh, this uh, unprecedented global event event ba or event or disaster whatever you want to call it Mm-hmm. What are the changes na inadapt niyo agad in your operation? Okay. 
So uh, as shared a while ago, no, we we did back-to-back strategic planning mm-hmm. uh, with with um, internally and externally with other parts of the with other stakeholders. We benchmarked from uh, global institutions. So even when nagpos uh, uh, yung mga ibang training industries, no, we were actually very proactive. What we did is uh, mm-hmm. uh, even wala kahit wala pang market sa sa distant learning, no. Um, we actually took the challenge of transitioning our uh, programs virtually. No, nagrang kami sa certification program. Uh, this was uh, uh, way back uh, 2020 of, of uh, probably uh, I think June uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. No, June. Way back, kasi when when uh, our accrediting body told us na this certification program is supposedly. Uh, kailangan ano to on-site or online. On-site. Yeah, ah. Then, sa, sa area nila, uh, sa iba't-ibang countries na member institutions na nag-post din sila, hindi sila nagko-conduct, hindi na sila nagko-conduct ng, ng face-to-face. Uh, ng face-to-face. But ako, sabi ko, I took the challenge no, of, of transitioning this um, online. So, I requested, no, we requested for an approval sa C-Feature United Kingdom to transition the the traditional classroom-led session sa, uh, sa virtual learning or sa distant learning. So it was actually a, a very big challenge because we were afraid of, of uh, participants not, not uh, uh, you know, patronizing the the opportunity of attending virtual learning session. Baka, oh. baka hindi yata to maging effective, baka maraming errors, baka ang daming mga what-ifs and baka. So we, we took the risk and we, we offered it uh, in the public, but little did we know, no, as we were actually exploring the the distance learning, parang experimental stage itong batch one eh, nung, nung uh, distance learning eh. mm-hmm. We were we were actually uh, unaware of what will the circumstances be, the feedback of the participants be, but little did we know, and uh, that the the participants were very happy na uh, na ano na dito sa distance learning kasi sabi nila parang wala naman tayo ano eh virtually eh, parang nasa onsite pa rin tayo because uh, we encourage no participation and inter- uh, interactiveness no so the, the but, learning uh, well sing it ko lang but, but you were uh, able to conduct CPHR before on a classroom setting di ba yes actually mm. originally the certification program is originally designed for classroom learning mm-hmm. so Ayun, we took the Transition to virtual nga naman. Correct. I see. Nag-request kami ng approval. I'm not sure if we were the first country na mag-conduct ng CPHR online. <laughs> Kasi hindi, hindi sila, nag-stop sila. So, ah. when, when the day two happened, no, we asked the feedback of the participants, how was the learning? Sabi namin. And then the participants were actually very happy because, number one, we were able to accommodate uh, uh, participants, no, aspirants na napakalayo ng lugar, they do not need to travel sa Manila kasi yung public runs namin sa Clark Pampanga tsaka sa Manila pa lang. So, hindi namin na-accommodate yung Visayas, hindi namin na-accommodate yung Mindanao. Mindanao, true. Hindi namin na-accommodate yung even OFW sa Asia, no? Hindi namin na-accommodate. So, they were very happy because they were given opportunity. Secondly, they were happy because they do not uh, find uh, the, the distant learning uh, different, no? Uh, they find uh, ano, sa on-site learning. So when we introduced it now on a monthly basis, it was being uh, the, the numbers were growing. Uh, 
uh, we were able to conduct this uh, on a monthly basis. So it's it was being supported, no. So it's really about uh, you, no, being an advocate as well. It's not just you providing training, no, para kumita ang business, but you being an advocate of blended learning. You being an advocate of of trying the the mm -hmm. the virtual world of training. So it's really about the communication. It, it's really it's really mind blowing that we were able to to uh, have a successful programs amidst the the lockdown from March to March mm -hmm. April, April, no? It's very, very mind blowing. I see. Wow. Uh I guess no nung during that time, uh Sanait Pangayo Mata with face to face and transition. But were there actually any doubts? Hmm. I guess meron, eh, no? Were there any doubts from the market that this would work? Did you receive feedback, something like that? Or hindi na kayo nag conduct ng uh, what do you call this? Na parang test. Talagang you you experimented with it. Uh oh, what happened there? What was what was the reasoning behind it? Well, uh, well, actually, it was raining. No doubts. It was raining uh, uh, questions. No. Um, let's start with the certification programs. Yung nga, ayaw nila mag-join ng certification program because they wanted face to face to have it uh, on site. No, yun yung mga mm -hmm. doubts. No? Na, Matututo ba kami? Kamusta yung network namin, etc. Now, let's move towards the in-house training. Exclusive in-house training, especially uh, clients, no? Uh, when when we introduce again the, the training services of the company to them, uh, sabi nila, uh, we're not sure, baka we're, 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 we do not want to take risk in, in, uh, in, in uh, uh, transitioning our training plans no, from on-site to distance learning, especially in the pandemic. Uh, we wanted to try, sabi nila, either uh, i-stop na lang namin itong training and then mag-focus kami sa, sa employee benefits ngayon. No? Or, or uh, kasi naman investment namin as clients. So, yun yung mga fears. No? So, but, but we were actually successful sa ibang clients na from hesitant to being ano, signed partners or close clients. No? We were able to communicate. We were able to break down the fear that, uh, that uh, the training will still be effective, that the training will still be interactive, and still, no, uh, participants can still learn. So, talagang hindi kami providers lang. We communicated, no? We, we really communicated uh, the opportunities of other learning modalities. So, so I guess um, that's the challenge I want to to uh, bring, no? To other providers, to other um, um, training professionals as well. To open your arms, no? Sa, sa virtual world of learning. Because uh, uh, it's still effective. It's just different. Mm -hmm. Hello, just hi. Yeah. Naglag ata sa end ko ayun. Kapala sabi ko parang oh yeah, yeah sorry sorry for that. I see. All right. Uh huh. Well, we don't know what will happen next. Eh? No, it's it's kind of scary parin at this moment. Kahit na lumuluwang na, uh, we're still not sure when when will it end what will happen or do we get, do we still have the chance to go back to uh to the normal that we were used to and uh, this leads to my final question uh, for for this topic if by any chance uh we get to go back to our previous uh 
way of doing things pre-pandemic. Uh, do you think uh, you will go back as well to the previous style of operation or will you be keeping this one? Okay. So, okay, let's talk about the, the changes. No? For example, uh, natapos na ang COVID situation. Um, everyone is free to go anywhere. They can go into public places. We can even conduct learning sales. No? But will we stop doing virtual learning sessions? I guess not. Why? Mm -hmm. Because uh, we have provided an extended avenue for learners to to uh, still participate and still benefit from our services. We can cater to remote locations such as Mindanao, Visayas, no? Um, is uh, actually you know, eh, deprived of uh, learning opportunities because very few lang ang mga training vendors sa mga now, so still going to extend our you know, in terms of virtual learning, but we will still also offer um, classroom led sessions because you know, we have missed conversation during the lunch time, unlimited <laughs> overflowing coffees. So, we will both offer virtual learning and on site learning. So, ayan. Maabangan nyo pa rin no, yung aming services, both on-site and online. Ayun. So, it's a combination of both. Ika, uh, well, it's a it's a for me it's a bright future you know in, in terms of training consultancy because now people got to taste the benefits of uh, well having a partner for their training needs or having a remote uh, event for their training needs and at the same time if things go well uh, with our situation I guess we can still do face to face I mean there's nothing wrong with face to face din naman uh, it has its own perks it has its own uh, uh, advantages to offer for our learners but I guess what we can expect in this industry uh, especially training consultancy is that we have more channels now we have more channels now uh to develop our skills or our uh, employees uh, development uh, and also professional skills no? and even yung uh, uh, ano dito? their wellness oh, and also syempre importante hindi lang puro skills but also their wellness and mental health and physical health all right well uh, thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much mr jester uh, for sharing your experiences oh, during this tough times so for the past few years uh well years na nga it's been <laughs> magiging years na niya. Uh, but uh sa ating mga viewers sa ating mga training consultancy professionals or even lnd professionals no kapit lang a lot of uh, a lot of innovations have been discovered in the past few months uh ika nga, when there's a need there will be a way na to find out or to figure out how to overcome it. And uh, I hope no, sa ating mga viewers as well, they were able to learn or get some insights from Mr. Chester and their experience and how they handled and how they pursued or how they developed their training consultancy services. And Sir Chester, before we end, I believe meron kang share sa amin today. Ayan, sige. So allow us to share the screen, no? So uh, we're actually inviting all uh, professionals, not just L, uh, HR professionals, but L&D professionals, no, to join us, no? Dito sa upcoming Fourth Philippine HR Assembly. Now, this uh, event is a free for all event, no? With the, the theme 
transcendence, the HR pathways to sustainability and beyond. Now we are actually showing you the list of speakers now joining us uh, uh, next week, actually, uh, dito sa ating Fourth Philippine HR Assembly. Now, if you wish to have an exclusive access now to our rewards, no, for paid registrants, now you will actually be benefiting from the over 450,000 worth of raffle prizes um, and freebies and gift checks, no, for even for the first 300 registrants, no, subject to terms, no. So we are inviting everyone and uh, everybody to join us, no, dito sa ating fourth Philippine HR Assembly. So for more details about this event and program, please feel free to visit our Facebook page, CPHR Philippines, or visit our website at www.philhrassembly.com. So yun nga, feel free to to uh, message us anytime no for for inquiries. Um probably the everybody will be typing in the website uh, for more details. I think uh I'll siguro I'll ask some uh, frequently asked questions, no? Uh is this for free? <laughs> Ayan. Yes. So, so Ayan mo na share yung website. Ayan, www.hrassembly.com This is a free event. No? So this is a free event. Pero yun if you want to get rewards, no? Um, and, and raffle prizes. So uh, there's a, a paid registration. They're very, very affordable. I think 999 lang or 1,000. So yun lang. Um, you will also earn this for uh, CPHR professionals. So yun, no, please do join our, uh, our uh, event next week. All right. So transcendence, uh, the theme for the fourth Philippine HR Assembly. Wow, ito nga tinitignan ko yung mga list of guest speakers natin and also mm -hmm. panelists. Ah, meron din siyang, I think this is something new. This is something that I missed last uh, PHRA, the third PHRA, walang panel discussion. So this time, inad natin ang panel discussion. Wow, alright. So yun, inviting everyone, no? whether you're an HR professional or in the corporate world or someone who's interested uh, into developing their uh, professional skills, head on to CPHR Philippines Facebook page or the website www.philhrsmd.com to learn more and how you can uh, join us in this wonderful event. So this is the fourth one now. Wow, it's been uh, it's been a while nung uh, nakinig ako sa third Philippine HR Assembly. And looking forward to the new list of uh, guests and panelists for the fourth Philippine HR Assembly. Well, thank you so much, uh, Sir Jester. And wow, uh, I guess let's all hope for the better. No, uh, Nothing is uncertain in this world. Sobrang laki ng changes. And uh, with the sudden change that we experienced, thank you so much for sharing with us how you were able to cope up with it. And of course, share some tips sa ating mga fellow L&D professionals. Thank you, everyone. Right, so, and of course, no, iniwan ko ulit yung experience sa inyo. No? Uh, challenges as opportunities. So with that, thank you very much. All right. Hope to see you or hope to have you again in this show pa, Sir Jester. <laughs> and uh, that was Mr. Jester Biluan. Uh, wow. Uh, it was hard, no? Uh, last 2019, it's 
about to be two years now uh, when the world was introduced with this uh, catastrophe uh, or this uh, unprecedented uh, happening in our world. And the LND industry had to go through a lot, had to change a lot of uh, its ways to, you know, still continue developing uh, professionals and uh, workers and their skills and their uh, well-being inside and outside the company. But I guess you no know, challenges are there for us to grow. And if we if we don't face it, if we don't find a way to, you know, get over it, to be better at it, magistak lang tayo. Nothing will happen. So I guess uh, keep on striving. And I still believe, I still believe that things will be well and we'll go back to where it was. But this time, we have learned how to adapt better now. Diba? We're now introduced to other ways or other channels of developing other people, whether they're uh, uh, in the entry level or in the higher spectrum of the professional chain. But again, as I mentioned, let's just hope for the better and keep on striving for excellence. <laughs> well, that has been the 20th episode of the Trainer's Lounge. See you again next time here at the show where we talk about anything and everything about L&D. This is the Trainer's Lounge. I'm Ken. See you next time.